0: And welcome back to another episode of Pinkies Up. I'm Emma.
1: And this is Jada.
0: And this week's topic is Girl Boss That Shit oh now we're getting saucy in here yes we are so jada and i i mean bes- jada you were like one of the hardest working people i know like 110 like stop seriously like you like the drive and the motivation you have it's insane like you girl. guys
1: well she talks about me but let's talk about her like this this woman she literally does our podcast her college podcast well not even podcast she's an we're editor we're gonna start it
0: we're gonna start it well well yes
1: <laughs> exactly so that's speaking writing then she has a whole social life and then she's working during the summer and then she gets on my ass to tell me okay jada we have this schedule on this time this time because look i'm more of a go of a flow go with the flow type of person and she's more structured than me and <laughs> it, it, it takes a lot because she's like okay she knows my habits so she's like okay 15 minutes look Hour before are we good yes thirty minutes before are we good yes 15 okay minutes I do before. not text you that
0: often before hey, that. But hey but look it's it's the thoroughness for me so yes girl well <laughs> you know seriously you you work, you work you work like two three jobs you're in school oh my gosh girl like what you are and how so many driven times, and how many times did I call you like I can't do this anymore <laughs> you no seriously not a whole <laughs> lot believe it or not not a whole <sighs> oh, lot you are very very driven but. Jaden and i we always we know what we want we go for it we tackle sure, it we, as we, we should as we say girl boss that shit that so yes <laughs> that leads into today's tea time question which is how do you personally define success success for me personally is being happy with where mm-hmm. i'm at
1: and what i've accomplished mm-hmm. that's success for me whether that's me like getting out of my comfort zone and walking up to a person and talking with them even though that's not one of my main concerns maybe just i don't know maybe like shoot go sliding someone dms and i don't do that and it's like oh my god i can't believe even if i don't they don't like me or something it's like hey i did it's the concept of like hey i got out of my comfort zone or Mm -hmm. for example for success for me making someone else happy Mm -hmm. like not at the expense of myself but like going out of my way like if i can make someone day better that is success for me like it's it's the Mm -hmm. emotional gratification
0: yes for me yes what is
1: success for you define success
0: I think success for me is like achieving the goals and dreams that I've set for myself but being happy with the outcome I've got right you know so like if I maybe it's taking me a little bit longer to get to where I want to be but like I've if I know I've been hustling and sometimes I don't do it often but sometimes I have had to like sit down like maybe it's at my cubicle at work Mm -hmm. or even just like by myself in bed at night Mm -hmm. but I'm like I'm really proud of you because I feel like a lot of times like proud of myself. Just because I feel like a lot of times, you know, we just we're so determined and ready to move on to mm-hmm. the next thing. And we don't really have time to, like, sit in and, like, celebrate that. We're always, like, trying to, like, go, go, go and, like, not appreciate where we are now. So sometimes I just have to remind myself, like, I'm proud of you. Like, you did that. Like, it maybe took you a while, but you're doing it and you're mm-hmm. going to get there. Or maybe it is you've got it. You did it. You and the know? thing
1: is, success it does, is not the same for everybody. Exactly. Not everyone's
0: starting point is the same
1: mm-hmm. or what they go through to get to that point. So go ahead. If you have something, go ahead. No, ask.
0: no, no. That's, that's pretty much my take on, how to, on what I think success is. So I think we should get into the episode. So Jada, what is the, what is the first question? First question for you. What are the activities of a girl boss? The activities of a girl boss. I think, you know, obviously it's trying to find a balance. It's not good to overwork yourself to the point of exhaustion. It's not good. But I think actively being a girl boss is just, you know, doing what needs to get done, but asking questions along the way that help further your success. So it's like when I started a job, at a news station or, you know, I'll, I'll use my I'll use my college newspaper because that is like the my favorite job I've ever had. Um, So like when I started out learning the design aspect, I would ask people, I would ask, you know, OK, why do we like I would ask our media director? I'd be like, OK, so why do we do the design like this way? And so then he'd be like, oh, maybe we move the headline up a little bit because you know it allows for more space here or we write a line this column because it has a cleaner look to it and just people read right to left so right. i want to get the design right but i want to know why we do it so it's like oh that makes sense i'm not just doing it just because i'm told so i want to have a clear understanding of what we're doing yes. so i think that it's very important to like you know get what you need to do done, obviously. I feel mm-hmm. like that didn't that sentence I just said did not make sense, but it made perfect sense to me. Hey, um, we're here. We're like, right you here. Know, you have to achieve <laughs> what you need to get done, but you should have a good understanding of why you're doing it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. What do you think? What do you Honestly, think are the activities? The
1: activities of a girl boss to me is someone, like you mentioned, is someone who gets a lot of things done. Mm -hmm. on their list, on their goals, but they also have, like, they have to recuperate. So as you're being thorough, as you, I'm picking picking back off of you, like, Mm -hmm. as you ask questions and you thorough, like, as you ask thorough questions, there we are, and Mm -hmm. deepen your understanding of the goals or the process of what you're doing to get to where you want to be, I think it's also equally as, as important as to, like, actually, like, rest. For Mm -hmm. a second, like, process, like you mentioned for the tea time question, the process, what you have done, and to actually, like, get a game plan together. Like, as you accomplish one goal, you put another goal next. Like, to keep it going so you achieve the greater, greater good, the bigger picture of it all. So whether you, let's say, you are a saleswoman. Mm-hmm. Self cars, and you're working out on the lot, and your goal is to reach maybe two hundred thousand dollars in mm-hmm. your sales. But that's not the goal. That's not where you want to be. The t- the goal is to be the CEO. So mm-hmm. as you're doing that, you're taking a break. You're recuperating. You're going maybe has self care, okay, mm-hmm. and then you go to your part-time job as an assistant for a smaller business business even though it's not as big as your main one like like for kia Mm -hmm. nonetheless you're getting that credentials and then you stop take a break and then you keep on going and then you just it's like a ping pong effect until you are like you know yeah like a game machine ball you know yeah a ping pong ball game machine Mm -hmm. until
0: you reach the top
1: and that's how i feel it's the activities like rest and move rest and move rest and move and go
0: yes love we love an old school pong reference to like games. we love that thank you so my first question is what motivates you personally to work hard
1: Ooh. um
0: personally um what
1: motivates me is it's a mixture of my own personal goals and Mm -hmm. one with family base like for example me um there's i have seven siblings well six siblings not including myself mm-hmm. and we all have different niches that we're good at different things we're good at yeah and for me personally my what drives me is to be the best at what i'm good at because when you're mm-hmm. when you have a lot of siblings you realize there's certain things you won't not not to be like pessimistic there are certain things you realize that other people do better yeah other people do better and that could be like another sibling. Like for example, I'm not much of a drawer. Like I'm not mm-hmm. an artist, not at all. But mm-hmm. my older sibling, she's a, she's a freelance designer. Like she does this. Mm-hmm. And my goal, what drives me, is the fact that I have things that I'm good at, and I want to polish them as much as possible and be the best version of myself I can be. And I will never know unless I try. Now, mm-hmm. on the family aspect, taking it keeping in mind that seven of us I would want to be the first like I want to be that person who achieved that goal first out of my siblings like and plus my mom and things she didn't wasn't able to do or things she's yet to do I want to do it for her as well and just have that like history passed down like hey auntie Jada did da 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 it went to the moon and -hmm. she's the first in our family like Mm -hmm. that's something that no one will ever take away from me and that's going to be passed down so that's what usually what keeps me going just polishing my own skills yeah. and also like making a legacy
0: I would agree with the family aspect of that for me because like you know all my cousins are very successful We have got a lot of my, our family in agriculture so it's like you know like hey their food ends up on the table so like I get it you know we love that. Like that and I've got a lot of family who are like nurses in the medical field and so it's like they're very good at what they do I mean ooh, oh my ooh, gosh, shout like, out
1: to both fields you're, you you're saving
0: you're saving lives you know but the fact that it's like you know I've got these goals and so it's like you know I'm want to be very s- successful in what I do and what I'm very comfortable and confident in my abilities I want to be able to yeah kind of say like you know I was the first in my family to like do this or like you know really really make the family name proud like I you don't know, know why I'd say it. like, like it's like a baby. viking like move a viking on. thing you know yeah. But, um, yeah I think that motivates me but I feel what also motivates me is you know kind of going back to like you know I have very specific dreams of what I would like to achieve mm-hmm. and I think just like knowing that like if I don't do this now like for example, I want to be an author. And so I'm like, I could be on my phone on social media, Mm -hmm. or I could go back and edit maybe the second draft of my novel or go write some poetry because that'll benefit me in the long run. So I think having that sort of like strong discipline, like having to learn to self-discipline yourself, I think is one of them. And
1: that's the thing I mentioned earlier in the, like, tea time question. I'm telling you, she, guys, she has a lot of discipline. And I honestly, it's very- I really don't.
0: I'm I'm still working on it. I really don't. Man.
1: (laughs) If you, like, like, I don't know. I know, to me, I think it's great already. But the fact that you feel like you can do better. If you became better, and when you do become better, you're going to be, like, a freaking menace. I'm just calling it right now.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Second question. Is there a standard a girl boss must achieve?
0: I think it depends on person to person because what you might think is you have very high standards. Someone else might be like, again, you shouldn't let outside opinion matter to you. But like, Mm -hmm. for example, you might think, oh, you're like, oh, I have high standards. I need to achieve this. But someone else might be saying like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You might want to like slow down or someone else might think, hey, those standards are fairly low for you. i think though that it depends on what you see is high standard and the other thing too is i feel like you know okay i did so a couple years ago i participated in nanowrimo which if you don't know what that means it's it's a national national novel writing month and so the goal is in november from november 1st to the 30th you see if you can write a novel in a month and i was a junior in high school Mm -hmm. and i just i tried i genuinely Mm -hmm. tried i couldn't though and so i was like okay i know technically isn't a part of like a challenge because there are like websites you can get involved with so i was Mm -hmm. like okay i couldn't do it in a month could i maybe do it in two months so before new year's eve do you think i could write a novel Mm -hmm. and i wrote a full first draft in two months so yes we so it depends so it's like it was a standard for myself really, really high. I mean, yes. I was like, we're going to try, we're going to try to do this in a month, but uh-huh. it's hard. Cause there was school and life and events that showed up, but I was like, okay, that's, you know what? We didn't meet that goal, but could we maybe extend it a little bit more? Like is two months reasonable. And we did it. So it depends on your standards, but like, also I feel like, keep hold to your standards hold them but if things don't work out the way you do like give yourself a little like grace Whistle like, room. yes yeah what about you
1: honestly you couldn't have said it even more better honestly i don't believe there is a standard i feel like everyone has their own goals and then everyone is somewhat aware of their capabilities and what they can mm-hmm. do and when they can achieve, and what they can't achieve and, um, first of all i feel like there's nothing that no one can achieve like for except like physical stuff like for example if you're like if if you need to play the piano and you need to reach a key and you have four fingers on your hand and your pinky can't reach that mm-hmm. you don't have a pinky anymore so you can't reach it but instead you can also maneuver your hand to a way with using your ring finger and mm-hmm. reach that note it just it's really it just takes about it takes flexibility like yes. you can't let things knock you down and just stay down no you have to find something that works best for you and mm-hmm. that's why I feel like there isn't a the standard of what a girl boss must achieve because it's all about you as an individual of what you think and what you want to achieve. So,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. is motivational. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> y'all better listen to this. Y'all better take our advice on this. Keep those pinkies out, y'all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, so, the next question I have is Is it the people or the environment in which you work that motivates people?
1: Mm. Hmm. I believe it can be your environment. Honestly. Okay. Okay. I've, no, no, no. Cause like, some, I think it's I'm both. not dismissing it. I'm just saying, I'm like, okay, like, give me,
0: give me your reasons, girl. <laughs> well, you reasons. said, well, you said, okay.
1: I'm like, oh, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> no, 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 I want to hear your reasons. Like what, what, what about it?
1: Honestly, I feel like if you are, let's say you are a classic white collar job and you mm-hmm. are in one of the many 20 cubicles in the room mm-hmm. and you see how everyone is has a schedule <clears throat> and mm-hmm. they have something to achieve and you just look around you and it's like um everyone's doing the same thing the same lady's going up for her same cup of coffee around the same time around three thirty once again and you look around it's like is this is my environment like there's no spark of creativity and i feel like when you are around mundane People or boring things or like a situation that feels like it's a hamster wheel. You have to mm. look around and see like, hey, I want to step off this roll, this hamster the wheel. wheel. Yeah, <laughs> stand off the wheel and get in a car and drive and do my own thing and like lead my life. So yes. I feel like people can. I feel like only. Pe- I feel like people can only influence you so much as much as you allow them to. Like mm-hmm. if you're like in a room full of people, and there are like the same people. Let's say that same office. And your co like, hey, I just reached $45,000 on our sales. Mm-hmm. And you're like, haha, good for you. And because you don't care about that person, so why would it matter what they do to you if you don't care? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really like the environment that pushes you to do better.
0: Mm-hmm. That's I, just I my can... theory. Yeah. Yeah. I personally think, for me at least, I mm-hmm. think that they have to work together collectively. Because really? obviously, yes. Okay. I'm going to go off on a little tangent real quick about working for the newspaper. And I know it, I feel like every time I talk to like my coworkers or like about working for the paper, I feel like they're always calling me like a kiss ass about it. Like behind my back. I love them. I love them. I hope to God, they don't think about it, but I really do have (laughs) a lot of nice things to say about it. And so like, I trust me, if I didn't like the job I was working at, I probably well one one wouldn't work there, but two like, you know, like,
1: if you, you like something
0: it. you talk about it all the time exactly you wouldn't mention it that's exactly like it exactly okay so just pre-disclaimer because if they listen to this they'll probably be like oh she's such a kiss ass or whatever but no so i think you it has to work together i totally agree with the environment thing now if coming from someone who does work in a cubicle <laughs> no offense i'm so sorry <laughs> no no no, <laughs> no i get it but see like we are all very open. So like we would all talk to each other. So obviously be like, Hey, do you have like, do you need me to edit this story? So like very open collectively, but you know, a lot of our cubicles were like really like fun. You know, we got like whiteboards, we got like decorations, you know? So like very fun, but we also talk to each other a whole lot and the Uh environment, everyone should have the same, same goal, same like aspiration, which obviously if you're working at the same place, there is that similarity there. Uh-huh. I think though too that it is the people too, because I I'm so serious with this though. Like everyone who works at the I almost said the name. I almost said the name uh-huh. of the newspaper. Uh, I was like, you um. not-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: everyone who works at the newspaper, I swear, like because they worked so hard, like mm-hmm. all of them are extremely hardworking driven people. Mm-hmm. It's because they worked so hard and were so determined and motivated it made me want to be like a hard worker and i think that the rock has said something where like he was like quoted saying like you should always try to be the hardest working person in the room and not in like a competitive thing where it's like you know oh i want to you know because we would joke with each other it's like i'm gonna finish my section before you do like as like a joke but you know i think just Like if someone was like, hey, can you edit my story? And I had already edited like three. I'll be like, you know what? I'll take one on two. Or, you know, if someone when we would, we assigned stories at the end of the year for like a special issue and Mm -hmm. someone was like, okay, everyone's got a story. And I was like, I'll take on another story. Like, why not? So, you know, just kind of, you know, when you're around people who are very hardworking and driven Mm -hmm. and all of my coworkers really are, Mm -hmm. is that made me want to work hard too. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, you guys are really putting in all of these extra hours and this commitment and time to it. Like it's serious. And it's not saying that I didn't take my job seriously, but when mm-hmm. I saw how serious they were and they were taking on all these extra responsibilities, it's like, I should match up to like the standards we have for that. And I think that that's so important. You know,
1: Absolutely, I love how you like, basically you guys were like feeding off each other energies and just thriving that's I invent- mean, we
0: did mess around when we had like a few small breaks. I mean, obviously, when we're working at a desk for a long time, we we would do we would have fun, um, right? As you like, guys should in the in the office, we would have fun. But like you know, yeah, we very much very similar energies and very similar like driven mindsets. So awesome. also, can I just say, like on a funny note, when you were talking
1: about like what's in your office, he's like you said coffee and whiteboards, I thought you were gonna say coffee
0: and white boys. I'm like, uh, oh, okay, no, nope. that's a plus. I mean, <laughs> we are a very di- no, we are and we are extremely, extremely diverse. We have a we, we have a that. bunch of different we have a bunch of different people on our staff of different ethnicities and sexualities. It's great. It so. was funny. I was just like, okay, Emma, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: so. Great question
0: yeah does, okay does a girl boss ever retire Does a girl boss ever retire mm-hmm. I think you definitely you should take breaks you should take breaks obviously mm-hmm. I mean because you, you got to recharge you can only give so much to your energy that you got to kind of like step away and be like okay you know can't can't get everything done in a day I need to go take care of myself and prioritize like my not only my physical health but my mental health mm-hmm. um I mean but like Anna Wintour, the editor-in-chief of Vogue, she's in, what, her, like, 70s? She's still girl-bossing. Still girl-bossing, Still Still (laughs) girl-bossing. Is she 70? I don't know. (laughs) Hashtag
1: still girl-bossing. Yes,
0: (laughs) ma'am. I don't know if one ever does retire. I mean, but, like, maybe they just scale back their responsibilities. Because I feel like at some point, you know, in your life when you're younger, you're always go, go, go. But then you get older, you're like, okay, I can take a step back a little bit and still relax and enjoy it you know but i feel like it never really does stop Mm -hmm. what about you
1: honestly i agree because i feel like girl bossing i feel like a lot of people now we're on this tip where we feel like you have to accomplish things Mm -hmm. to be successful Mm -hmm. and i mean i mean especially with social media it kind of even like encourages that like instagram you see people they achieve these things you look at it and like wow i want it too and you're like go 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 but i feel like girl bosses i feel like as we get older and as we develop if we decide to choose families not choose family to have fam- like a family yeah i feel like a state like a mom or a mm-hmm. stay-at-home mom they're still girl bosses i don't care oh my gosh it's, it takes a lot to take care of little munchkins and their problems and the sickness and the, yeah. the crying and the questioning and the the curiosity, like, yeah. like, those, like, even if you decide to stay, be at home and not, like, in the workforce, you're still oh. a girl boss. So I feel like you never,
0: women never, girl bosses never retire. Of course. Ever. Yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so my next question is, I know you were kind of saying, like, you know, does a girl boss ever retire? But I think we should get a little more personal. So, like, what inspired you to be a girl boss? Sheesh. <laughs> Let's get into uh, it.
1: Let's get into it. Personally, I would have to say like the women in my life. Most mm-hmm. definitely. Just see, like for example, my great grandmother, she used to live in, um, well, we started off in Tennessee and then she went to Chicago. She was like 18, my age. She ventured off and she got married, you mm-hmm. know, and she set off on a journey. She didn't know what she was going to do. She used to be a sharecropper mm-hmm. and um, she just honestly, she she had to leave. And because I believe she was kicked off of her like the sharecropping land and mm-hmm. she was very light complexioned, so she had some privilege as yes. being a light skinned woman. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, she it was still hard for a woman of color, nonetheless. Especially yeah. in like the thirties and forties, like imagine. Mm-hmm. And she came down to Florida mm-hmm. and she was the first to bring the rest of my relatives here. And mm-hmm. the fact that she ventured off on her own just her and her husband mm-hmm. and started a family here that's like i know like a lot of people talk about like when if they're from like um if they are like foreign and they lived here and they just moved here to america they talk about how their family established themselves mm-hmm. i mean it's not the same but it's pretty similar just the fact that she established herself in a state where she didn't know what was going to happen how it was going to be and our family's majority of the family is here now and plus my mom is her descendant and seeing how she handled herself and being a full time mom and mm-hmm. being working at home and then going to school to be a paralegal and now she's the author. It's it's like Look at her it's, go. I know. And it's just it's it's just the hustle and bustle just seeing strong women. It makes me it's like it's a standard now. Like and you don't mm. have to be like the greatest, but you have to do your best for sure.
0: Carrying on that legacy.
1: You have to. You have to. What about you? What inspired me?
0: Oh, that's such a I wrote this question I <laughs> no <laughs> um, I mean it's okay I, I think like what inspired me is like the amount of success and opportunities I was being given and like once like I think when I gave myself the opportunity I think it was kind of you know like pushing myself out of my comfort zone so right. like ever since I spoke at graduation like literally I was like you, ever since then, I'm like, what's holding me back? Literally, you know, I'm like what's holding me back? And so when they asked me to be like a section editor at semester time, I I was, oh my gosh, I just was about to finish my first semester of college, uh-huh. and I literally, so when they pulled, so when my editor chief and our, uh or the current uh, section editor at the time. Mm -hmm. When they pulled me into the office, I was like, okay, what's going on? Are they about to, like, fire me or something? Like, this is so (laughs) weird. I was like, they're going to, like, fire me. I don't know why. I was like, maybe did I, like, mess something up? And when they asked me to be a section editor, I was like, I was, like, so shook. I was literally like, what the – like, I didn't say it because, like, I had a whole inner monologue going in my head. Right. they're like, we want to give this to you. I was – I said, what? But in my head, I was like, why? <laughs> I said, what? Because was shock. But I was like, why the hell would you want me? I was like, I, I'm barely just getting used to the campus. Like, uh-huh. why do you want me? Like, this is so strange. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you're. But they were like, we see you. You come in on our production nights. You're putting, as the, as the rock would say, you're putting in the work, putting in the hours. Yes. Know? And so I was like, oh, OK. I was like, I'll think about it. But our editor in chief, he kept talking. Because I feel like he was like, "No, we gotta like, we have to have her." It's now or never. (laughs) Because he was talking. Because he kept on talking. Because instead of being like, "I'll think about it," he was like talking, like, "No, no, no. This is like what'll happen. This is like what'll happen." (laughs) And um, I was like, but then eventually, then that thought of me being a grad speaker, I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not? Why not? And so might as well. So I was like, okay, like. Sure. And then when they asked me after spring break, if they're like, do you want to be like the news director next year? I was like, well, seeing all these good opportunities have come out of me being the current section editor where, you know, I've met a lot of people. I've read a lot of really close relationships with like my coworkers, like really good friendships. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Good thing came out of this. So like, why not? And is is it a little more work? Yes. And I think some of the best advice i have been given um which i didn't figure out until i just kind of started following it but i came back home this summer you know i was talking with one of my um i was talking with one of my best friend's moms and i was telling Mm -hmm. her about all this work and i was like it's a little scary i said you know when they asked me for these promotions i was like i don't i don't think that this is like crazy or like i was kind of hesitant and she said you know what this is what you should do she's like this will never fail in your life she says she said Say yes and then figure shit out later, and I realized. Yes, and I realized that is kind of what I did with like the newspaper. I I'm like, yeah, because when they asked me the second time, when they asked me to be the news director, I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, okay, <laughs> do I know what I'm doing when I get into this position? No not a whole lot i mean it's kind of similar with a few small differences so like do i really Uh know what i'm gonna do entirely no but i guess i'm just gonna get thrown into it and just figure it out from there hey
1: it's nothing you can't learn
0: exactly exactly
1: awesome we love that we love that okay Mm -hmm. who okay who is your girl boss icon girl boss
0: icon ooh who is my girl boss icon I mean, not because she's iconic or whatever, but like Rihanna. I was going to say the same
1: thing. Can we? Slay, just yes, absolutely. That woman. Let me
0: tell you. Let me tell you. She <laughs> makes amazing albums. Goes on tour. She's like, what is? I think we talked about this in past episode. Isn't she like a? Like her home country of Barbados, isn't she like yes, a yeah. like a national like icon? Spokesperson, there? spokesperson. Literally. She's got a, she's got all these albums out. She's got a beauty line, Savage X Fenty, my underwear lingerie company of choice because she's all about Absolutely. body inclu- inclusivity
1: inclusivity. We love it. We love it.
0: I, but I'm like, she works hard. She's like, yes, and yes. she Finally had a baby after she accomplished all that she all this. To do. and now she's gonna be a mom can you imagine like growing up it's like your mom is rihanna
1: what
0: you know what i just
1: want to know what did you have to do in your past life to get just such a such such, perfect perfection i don't know man
0: like he had to please buddha i'm calling also also (laughs) also i do want to say too i do have to appreciate though megan the stallion Yes, ma'am. Because, because, you know, she... I think she was in college, and then she was... You know, then she became famous. She became a very famous rapper. You know, she's coming out with albums, and she's going on tours and everything. But, like, last December, I think December of, like, 2021, she graduated from college because she said it was very important for me and my parents for me to get a college degree and she did she graduated with a bachelor's in like health sciences yeah which like man.
1: here for it yes girl get and even though know, she got she could have got caught up in just the whole famous life and like who, need- degree. who wants to like
0: who needs a degree i have money
1: no she, that means she was still doing schoolwork while going on these Tours. that's amazing taylor
0: swift got her freaking doctorate's degree earlier this year which i didn't even know she was go- going for a doctorate so like i have seen it's just sh- her yes you know? taylor we love her we do it's it's amazing just I'm honestly just saying, yeah the, i would say like the fact that like yeah rihanna though always supreme.
1: Always, same always. Here. Always. honestly yeah that's
0: it. i was gonna say is there one for you but you know just <laughs> no rihanna, we love that's you that's it slay slay girl all imagine day. if we actually had me on our podcast i would literally die and come back alive i read a vogue interview with her because it was before she had her like before she had her baby it was like a whole thing on vogue and she I was like i'm gonna read this article on vogue's website uh-huh. and like apparently in the interview she just sounded like so like humble and like down to earth and just like really like just a fun person to be with right. i was like yes we here love for it. It. We're here for for it. it also oh i should mention too pink Love her as Pink. an artist. Yes. Love her as an artist, but she's a very big activist. She's just she's just great. If you haven't listened to listen to her her MTV speech, her Vanguard video speech is amazing. But also I think it's on her live album about her movie documentary Mm -hmm. but it's um her it's I think it's called like the cash cash intro but they've done it at her concerts because it leads into the song what about us Mm -hmm. but it's she's very spoken but she's always like I'm gonna say true to myself I'm not changing my body or my like truths for like the music industry I'm just like doing it for myself and I'm not changing yes and another
1: person, Jazz Jennings. I'm just going to put up trans women. Mm-hmm. You guys are here, too. First of all, she was out there on the tabloids before it was even popular. She had a whole show on TLC. And she put herself her whole trans period. And all that just, like, at a young age. And I remember seeing it. I'm like, wow. I didn't know much about trans women, okay? But nonetheless, you guys are seeing, you guys are here, hearing me to say, we appreciate you guys. And we're still here with you. Solidarity all the way
0: absolutely there are a bunch of girl bosses in the world yes. but these are just some of our icons that we look yes. up to absolutely. so the next question is what do you think makes a good work environment
1: Ooh, okay i got this i actually do have this okay constructive criticism okay mm. we love that yes and i mean like right away like mm-hmm. just, okay next a good leader, good good leadership <laughs> um mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is someone who leads but also allows others to have a time to lead when it needs to be. For example, just because you're a leader doesn't mean you're, you know, everything and you're good at everything. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you as a leader to look at your members or your crew and see who could execute that part or job the best way. If you Mm -hmm. can achieve it, two, three positive reinforcement. We love Mm. that. If like, just congratulate me. I thank you. I appreciate you. Maybe bring in some donuts. If you don't want to stay, get in the morning, inside your like office super early or if we're going to stay late bring some burgers okay from Mm -hmm. white castle it doesn't matter you know um anything
0: else i feel like that's a
1: good working environment
0: you would say that those are the top three yes
1: most definitely Mm mm-hmm
0: i got to agree that yes i i feel like all three of those are very important um open communication i mean especially at my job like it's like you got to communicate with us and we and we strictly enforce that on everyone it's like you know if you can't make a story let let your editor know about it or you know maybe you can have someone cover the story for you but just you know like let us know if you're like if you can't make it so that they can cover it, you know, or very big on communication. I agree. And I'm glad to say though that the positive reinforcement, the constructive criticism, and really good leadership, I have had all three of those. Like all yes, three of those at my we job. Love that. Which, it's so important. Yeah, because you want to make people at your job feel valued and that they're doing it because of you know like that they're doing it just you know just reinforcing it and like they're doing a good thing you know you should
1: want people to feel happy to come to work and not dread it
0: i freaking loved going to work every day and that's so strange because it's like sometimes it's like you know with other jobs that i've had it's like sometimes it's like okay i gotta go to work but like like the first few weeks of summer i was like I'm not going to work. This is weird. I want to go to work like at yes. the newspaper, which is crazy because it's like, yes, I do want to go to work. But the constructive criticism, I I needed it and they gave it to me. And, you know, sometimes I was like, oh, that, that was a big oopsie, you know, but it's like, hey, it's helping. And I I took notes. I take notes, especially if I'm learning something new. I think it's very important to take notes for me because it's that way. I don't have to ask them constantly. Not that it's bad to ask questions. But, But you know. I don't like to hear yourself repeat. I don't like to hear myself repeat. Yeah. I can't stand it. It's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And really good leadership. I mean, seriously, like, because that was the other thing, too, is, again, I'm literally not being a kiss ass I'm just saying like (laughs) I genuinely do look up to like all the people because I was the youngest person on our editorial stuff I was I was the youngest one Mm -hmm. everyone else was like a senior sophomore junior I was I was a little baby freshman I was Mm -hmm. a little baby freshman and they took care of you and they did (laughs) That's like, so no, but I genuinely looked up to them. And I still look up to them. Because again, like I said earlier, they're all hard workers. But you know, they'd been there a lot longer than I had. So mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing. And how am I going to get better if I don't do what they're doing? Right. And I feel like that, yeah, it, it does... It really is important, but yeah. And then they were like, they were very good at helping me get adjusted to it. And did it end with the last production night of the year, me coming home and crying my eyes out? Absolutely. I know, like (laughs) seriously, it was bad. Like it was not in like a bad way. I was just sad that like all the seniors were leaving and like it was like the end of my school year and oh my god i cried so hard like so many emotions eight I tissues wasted i mean <laughs> i was crying so hard my eyes were red i had like a headache hey I mean, better I was... in than out but here's right? the thing if i was crying because i was gonna miss my coworkers, and i was like you know like i had such a great year working with them mm-hmm. all of them then you know that a good that's a good work environment yeah mixed emotions positive. but yes That's that's. I'm
1: glad you had such an experience. I'm sad yet to cry so
0: much, but nonetheless, I'm glad you had such an positive. It lasted like a few days. It lasted like a few days. days? I cried. No, I cried like two. I cried for like two or three nights. Okay. (laughs) I
1: mean, if they're listening to this, they're
0: gonna be like, "Oh my god, no!" (laughs) going to be like, "Yeah, no, it was." (laughs) She she said, "Yeah, no, it was definitely two or three days, but
1: that's okay. It's fine. It's It's
0: fine. We're over it now. We're fine."
1: That's good. That's good. Okay. So, what do you think? What do you think makes a person want to be a girl boss?
0: Ooh, um, I think it's kind of like going back to what you had said earlier, like wanting to make, make a good name, maybe not for their family, but just for themselves as like a general mm-hmm. person. Like you wanna be good, you wanna but I feel like it again, I've mentioned this in several past episodes too, of like what drives you as a person. Like once you find that thing that you are good at and you are passionate about, yes. you want to just do it and you want to do it the best you possibly can
1: absolutely we love i think that. that's what it
0: is is like just that general idea of like why someone wants it. it's like they're very passionate about it or they're good at something uh-huh. and they just want to pursue it
1: yes honestly personally i feel like
0: everything you said plus i feel like it's like
1: external factors because sometimes situations pushes and forces someone or an individual or a woman female whichever to become a girl boss sometimes you just can't afford not to be you know and it's mm-hmm. like I have to step up to the plate and I have to make the situation the best I can like you mentioned how your mo- um your friend's mom was like say yes and just yes! worry about how you do deal with it later just it's just situations it's just sometimes you have to just step up to the plate and be the best person you can be at that given moment with what you have and rock and
0: roll period Period. Period. <laughs> so this is kind of uh kind of curtailing on this but um has girl bossing evolved both as like a society and then personally for you um as a society
1: i feel like a girl boss i feel like back in the day like in the 20s someone would laugh at the statement like girl boss what you guys wear pants. That's uh-huh. because women.
0: That's because women weren't even really allowed to work back then. But.
1: Exactly, girl boss, who like we're running like corporations, CEO who, mm-hmm. and but now I feel like we've gotten to a point where both women are accepted in the work mm-hmm. workforce, even though that it might not be fair, or mm-hmm. we might not have the same amount of pay as our male counterparts. still fighting the good fight still fighting the good fight and i feel like even though we're not quite there i feel like we have evolved a lot and we're doing a lot of women are breaking those gender barriers where things where you don't really see a woman do like for example working on electrical and on like freaking yeah stem jobs exactly the stem we need more women in stem and i feel like we've really come a long way just getting in integrating women into these things and supporting them Mm -hmm. and pushing them to accomplish these goals now personally Mm -hmm. um i feel like i am like i'm personally i'm breaking a lot of like um what's the best way to say it like for example tradition traditional views like for example they're like hey you should be a nurse or a doctor or like no let's see like I like you know how you have your like main family your mom your dad your siblings if you immediate have siblings. family immediate yes. family then you have like the you know cousins and all that the media extended fam- extended thank you mm-hmm. so the immediate family is like hey you can be a doctor and then the extended family is like oh no don't she doesn't she want to be a nurse like mm-hmm. why would I want to be a nurse when I could be like a whole doctor like why mm-hmm. do I want like I don't you know like just these jobs where they expect females to be and what they thought I should be just because that's what everyone else is doing i'm totally like getting rid of all that and I'm just like no i'm gonna do what i want to do and i don't care if i'm the only female or one of the few females in that field it's okay i don't mind being the first i think being the first it makes me legendary
0: so oh yes. yes get that title for yourself yes <laughs> yes Thanks. what about you i think as a society um yes definitely girl bossing i think well to be i think that official term didn't even happen until what two years ago maybe maybe even just in the recent last year you are you know where it's really become popular but yes like the fact that women are can be like ceos with the fact that we're even in the workforce like you said like that's definitely it but because we always want to become the best version of ourselves that's always like you know because sometimes it's not actually in the work field it's just like improving yourself
1: yes so
0: um i think that that that's important is like as a society it's like how can we become better how can we make our voices loud and heard and you know like fight for what we want i think that as a general society Now, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I think I've always had a strong work ethic. My whole family really has immediate and extended. We all have very good work ethics, like, you know, like a very strong, like, you know, get this done, you know, growing up for me, at least it was always like, you know, before you have fun or before you hang out with friends, you know, get that homework done. So it's like you're prioritizing that, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, I feel like me, especially now that I've put myself in more situations and then seeing all the good opportunities that have come out with it it's like oh like if I say no like like because the other thing i the other advice I've heard that's really good is you know it's better to say yes and then maybe like you suck at something than to completely ignore the situation and then keep wondering. Well, what if I said yes? You could like, have been what the best,
1: if... but you never know. Cause you never but tried. you never know. Here's the
0: thing: if you said yes and you find out, hey, this just this isn't for me. I'm not good at it, or you know, I thought this is what I wanted, but it's just not something that like I'm passionate about anymore. Right. At least you tried it, and at you know you from tried. it instead of just being like, oh, I said no and like because that's what I'm thinking especially again coming back to the newspaper if Mm -hmm. I didn't say yes to getting like to become an editor like a section editor right away Mm -hmm. I'm like I wouldn't have become good friends with the coworkers I work with. I wouldn't have probably had as all these good opportunities to talk with people and go to events that I might not have originally considered, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like at least I did it and they worked out great, but that's better than me saying, "No, I don't think I want it" and then just me sitting here wondering like why didn't I do that? Like why didn't I do that? Yes. I think that's what it is.
1: That's beautiful. Best way to say it. Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: And finally, <laughs> my last question for you.
1: Do you think girl bosses are celebrated enough for their accomplishments?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I think, because here's the thing, to someone, maybe a girl boss is, you got out of bed today and you, like, ate a good breakfast, maybe you went to the gym, got some games, and if that's all you physically could do for the day, do it you're a girl boss you did that shit you did it you know yes you did that but like to someone else you know like because like you said positive or what positive reinforcement yes like here's the thing do i need every time i go into the office do i need people to tell me Emma, you're doing it you're killing it you're great no because then i'd be like okay like it loses thank you for value. telling me thank you for telling me every single day I mean like thank you I'm glad you appreciate me but yeah like you said it loses it loses its value and there's not like that spell. like I think the the first time it happened I'd been working as the section editor for I think maybe I don't know like a month and a half maybe two months or whatever mm-hmm. and I was like getting ready to leave and then my editor-in-chief calls me in, and I was like oh okay what's what's going on did i like mess something up and tonight's like (laughs) a layout and he's like i just wanted to say like you're doing like a really good job and he's like i know we don't say it a lot but he's like you're doing like a really good job like the media director and i we've been you know we've been taking notes or like we've noticed that you've been taking notes and you're like making improvements and like i left that night and i was like cheesy i was yes and i was like okay so like that's nice because i was like to me I'm like, I'm just here doing my job. Cause that's the other thing too. I feel it's like people are always like, you know, we're so focused on being a girl boss that to us, it just seems like life in our eyes. Like it's just like our regular life. It's what we do. We come in, we do the work, we do what we need to get done. We girl boss, we leave. Right. And then it's so normal to us. But to, you know, to them, to everyone else at the office, it's like, oh, I was working hard and I was trying to improve myself. And so it's like, oh, I am working hard I was like I'm just in here to do my work and you know just do what needs to be done because I like it and yes. so like that little like reinforcement I was like that's like really nice like I appreciate it oh <laughs> I'm glad that he actually told you or this
1: they, she he he he, 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 he. okay yeah. thank you but I was uh, like
0: I was like yeah I was like that's so sweet <laughs> I was like that's real because again like I said do I need it to be told it all the time no, that again, lo- it would lose value, but you know, just getting that getting little check in, check in every now and then. And uh, you know what? Because that happened to me when I would assign my, um, Like, when I would sign my writer's stories for my section, if they did a really good job, I'd be like, you killed this story. Like, this is really good. Like, I'm really proud of this. Like, not saying that their other stories were garbage because they weren't. They were good stories. But it's, like, if I can really tell that someone was really into this story, of course i would want to, like, recognize their talent. Yeah, And I think feeding – I think this is another thing, too, is, like, probably from an earlier question. I can't – I think one you had asked. But I think, too – Is like taking the knowledge you've learned and then applying it to other situations. So because I was getting good feedback from other people, I was taking the way that they were treating me and treating my writers the same way. So like if everyone else on the editorial staff was very flexible with me, if one of our writers was like, hey, I'm going out of town, I'd be like, sounds good. Have a fun time. Like, you know, like you do you girl, like have fun on your Mm -hmm. trip. But Or if they're like, hey, I just can't do this. I'm so sorry I couldn't turn this in. I'll be like, no, that's totally fine. If you need to contact this person, again, to try to get a story in, do it. It's totally fine. But taking how other people have treated you and then applying that to how you work, I think is so important.
1: Absolutely. That was word of wisdom, you guys. She's going to be such a good boss. Look at
0: that. Stop. But, Jada, the final, final question is how does one become the ultimate girl boss? Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh.
1: <laughs> That's a way to end it. <laughs> okay. You um, damn well know it. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like the ultimate girl boss is mm-hmm. a person who thinks about herself and her accomplishments mm-hmm. while also t- keeping in mind of others because as a girl boss, it's not about just being a singular girl boss. It's about also pulling up other female, other women, other people and mm-hmm. making them the boss of their own lives as well. And I feel like that is what a girl boss is about. As you achieve your ge- dreams and goals, you mm-hmm. also pull people up with you as much as you can, and keep it pushing and like keep being kind and keep being kind to yourself, and just show people what a girl boss means to you. And just, yes, yes, keep thriving and keep encouraging others. That's the best girl boss ever, and that's why I think Rihanna is the queen she is because mm-hmm. she builds her own empire. Whether it's with clothes or makeup and music or it's freaking she's pretty enough to be a model. I don't know if she is a model. She, yes, And she encourages women and other people and and that's why Savage X Fenty is so amazing because she has different bodies, different shapes, mm. people who have like, what you call it? Like disabilities, wheelchairs, yes. one arm, freckles, all yes. of it. Gaps, yes. And I feel like that's what a girl boss is about as she becomes a boss herself, she helped others become the boss of their own lives so yes
0: yes and I totally agree with the Savage X Fenty part because ever since I bought stuff from Savage X Fenty's website it's like I feel so good in my own skin and I'm like yes, yes I, like yes like I when I'm wearing stuff from her as a matter of fact as we're recording right now I am wearing stuff from her website Savage X Fenty period and it's so, but like <laughs> knowing that yeah like feeding off that confidence it's like yes, yes and body- she
1: wants to inspire others body positivity. We love it,
0: and she's yeah, and she's very like open about it, and I think that's even her like mission goal is to like make others feel comfortable like on Savage X Fenty to like to look obviously like feel hot and sexy and powerful, but like everyone, not just, know, like a specific. You know, it's crazy. I
1: did a test on my mom, mm-hmm. and I showed her some clothes on there, and I'm like, "How do you like it?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, "They're okay." Then I showed the same clothes, same lingerie. Sleeping clothes, and this time it was with people who are shaped like her, which is full figure. And mm-hmm. then she's like, Oh my gosh, this is so sexy! And yes, I'm like, and, look, this one she's, and I'm like, Mom, you know, that's the same thing. She said, like, No, it isn't. I said, Look, and she's like, Oh my god, actually, like, well, she looks like me, so I'm like, See, mom, it's important. And you need to see that representation, you got to. And I'm not talking just about shade, I'm talking about physique, I'm talking yes! about the body, the rolls, the stretch marks, yes. all of that. We love it yes and that's what the yes. girl boss is ultimately honestly like girl Whoa. boss you can achieve goals yes but as you become a girl boss helping others achieve their goals that's the ultimate right there hands down Mm-mm-mm. yes and Please. i said what i said yeah <laughs> yes yeah. Yes. And that, yes you know what and i, feel I
0: like think the... what go ahead oh no i was gonna say i think the ultimate girl boss is yes agreed like lifting other people up but also improving yourself. You want to. Here's the thing. Like, I'm very much agreed. You need to stay and like motivated and like work on yourself. But the other thing too, though, is, is like if you don't hype up the other people around you, nobody's gonna work for you. Yes. You, know? you gotta you gotta feed that energy and like so that's the big thing is like you got to feed that energy into other people you receive that energy and that's how you improve from your superiors at work but then you've got to transfer that down to other people so that they feel the same way that you do about work and if you can make other people at your work feel the same way that you do down it trickles down and that's what carries on your work environment and Mm -hmm. that's what makes it so like pleasurable to work there
1: beautiful yes mm. well said could have said it better oop, oop. yes so,
0: so oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode we hope that now you feel like you can go and girl boss the shit out of whatever you do
1: honestly i've been wanting to say this but like boss that shit handle your stuff okay this is yes right and i mean when we say girl boss we don't mean just girls Dudes, boss your shit too, and it doesn't have to be masculine and be like, oh yeah, I just did like 250s on the weights, I just benched, no, bossing your life and bossing the shit out of it is taking the lead of your own life and being the best person you can be. So don't ever forget
0: to be that person because you can. Forget Chef Gusteau. Anyone can cook. No, Jada and I are telling you right now, anyone can be a boss. You just gotta, you just have to want it that badly to work for it. Absolutely. And on that note, you guys, thank you so much for
1: listening to another episode of Pinkies
0: Up. Make sure you subscribe and share this podcast with your friends so that you never miss any new content that comes out Sunday night at midnight.
1: Aww, until next time, my lovelies.
0: Keep your pinkies up.
1: Bye.